Today's episode is about how changing your limiting beliefs are going to change your results. Let's get into it. Thank you for choosing the Weight Loss Woo podcast, where the true meets the woo. If you're interested in weight loss and wellness science, spirituality and self-healing, health mindset hacks, and universal laws like the law of attraction, you're in the right place. My name is Terry Renault, and my certifications in wellness, weight loss, law of attraction, and life coaching, just to name a few, have been helping people over 40 lose weight since 2015. Let's get into it. Okay, this episode, I would like to talk about limiting beliefs. And if you're not the weight that you would like to be, and if you are not at the level of wellness you would like to be, chances are you have some limiting beliefs. It happens to us all. So what is a limiting belief? Let's start there. Um, Oh, well, I have to kill myself. If I'm going to drop these unwanted 30 pounds, I'm going to have to kill myself. I'm going to have to eat crap that I hate. My life is going to suck. It's going to be an unenjoyable process and everybody in my family is fat anyway what's the point I might as well just stop now and get myself some fish and chips wrong now any belief that you have is valid to you yes or yes so when you have a belief that is actually hurting you, you have to you have to look at it and prove to yourself that that belief is hurting you and it's incorrect. Probably more important that you prove to yourself that it is an incorrect belief because it's easier to let a belief go once you understand that it's totally wrong. Like, well, there's only one way to lose weight. If I find the right diet, then I could do it. But if I don't, then I'm going to be fat forever. Not exactly. Now, there is no such thing as one uh, weight loss regimen that works for every single person. We are all different. We're all at different ages. We're all at different stages. We all are differently abled. There are people who love running. I, on the other hand, would rather drink a cup of gopher piss than go for a run. And I'm not lying. I am not a running person. My body doesn't like it, and my lungs don't like it, and you go on without me. I'll meet you at the cake stand. Just kidding. I don't eat cake. But, uh... That's, I mean, that's basically how we feel. When it's not for us, it's not for us. And things that work for a hundred people may not work for you. And things that work for that other hundred people may not work for you. So there is no such thing 
is finding one diet that works for every single person in the whole world. And I don't care what the keto people are saying. Uh, personally, I think that 10% of it is just nutty. Now, um, I'm going to go way out there and say 10% is just, that's craziness. Like, just stop yourselves. You're out of control. Eating like a dozen eggs for breakfast? Are you on crack cocaine? Just stop it because you're out of control there. Um, other people, they might find like, wow, I tried keto. I love it. I could do it forever. Now, if that's how you feel about it, then that's awesome. You found your particular path for your weight loss journey. It's not that simple for many of the other people. When you get into my age group, and I am 53, so when you when you get and, and middle age, when you get there, you find that your metabolism slows down, right? You're losing muscle, right? You're just you're losing steam. It's just not as easy as when you're in your 20s. I and mean, when you're in your 20s, you can stay up all night and then get up in the morning after like. 97 minutes of sleep and be like, wow, I feel awesome. I'm going to go kick today's ass. And once you hit about 40, 97 minutes of sleep, that's just not enough. And you're cranky. So we all have, we all have different beliefs. And like I'm going to tell you again and again, the same thing doesn't work for every single person. And that's why diets don't work. They never have. They're too rigid. It's too difficult to stay there on there. And then what happens? You leave that way of life, that way of eating, and you start regaining all the weight that you lost. What you have to do is find permanent lifestyle changes. So stop believing that there's one easy answer and if you could just find it, maybe it's that cabbage soup for like 17 days in a row thing. No, it isn't, right? Nothing is stupider than that. Don't try something that you know is, oh, it's just for five days. Yeah, okay. You know, people could throw rocks at you just for five days. And I'm pretty sure you're going to be pretty dead after that. So we try things on a whim because we're desperate. We, can, we make all kinds of mistakes. There is no such thing as one diet that works for everybody. And if you find it, it'll just be the magical cure. And it'll take your life in a direction that you've never been to before. All that is bullshit. And it's so important that when you get on the wellness and, and weight loss path that you stop believing in bullshit. It's impossible to lose 50 pounds in a month. It, it really is. Um, I'm going to go out there on a limb and say maybe a person that weighs 1,000 pounds could lose 50 in a month. But look at that ratio. You really don't want to go that high in order to lose that much in one month. So we already know what healthy weight loss is. 
So time and again, see people, they're like, oh, I have a wedding next month and um, I'll eat healthy after. I, I just need to lose like 40 or 50 pounds to fit into this dress for this wedding. And then after that, I'll get healthy. So just tell me how to lose all this weight, like, you know, 12 and a half pounds a week until then. Like, come on, just stop yourself. You're, you're out of control. You need to let go of the belief that you could just drop all this weight and that you'll, you're not going to eat healthy after that. You're going to go right back to fish and chips and Fritos. You know that. I know that. There, that is, there's no such miracle that's going to stop you because you didn't change any of your beliefs, which means that you didn't change any of your habits, which means that your results are never going to change. It all starts at the very beginning with what you believe, right? So I'm feeling pretty good. Chances are I have some good beliefs. And what's an example of a good belief? If I make a few lifestyle changes, I am going to change the trajectory of where I am headed. Yes or yes. Absolutely. You start drinking vegetable juice, one glass a day, water, six to eight glasses a day. What's going to happen? Your body's going to feel hydrated. You're going to have more energy. What if I add, I don't know, half an hour walk to that? You know, just for fun. I just added 30 minutes of walking. It doesn't have to be walking. Maybe on the days that I'm doing a lot of house cleaning, I don't go for my walk. Because house cleaning, it's exercise. It's real work. We've all, we know that. Any of us that have done it, and right now during this quarantine, we're doing it a lot more. Are we not? Yes or yes. Like it's, it's like a constant cleanup. Especially for those of you that have small children at home. That is exercise. So if you're having a big cleaning day, going up and down a lot of stairs, lifting a lot of stuff, vacuuming a lot of floors, that's exercise. You can include that. So if you made those changes in your everyday life and weight loss, we already know it's proven scientific fact. 90% of it is what you are ingesting, right? What you are eating is what's making you large and unhealthy, period. It's really simple, but it's really difficult to stop eating cake. It is difficult. I mean, my big thing is uh, eating crisps or chips. Uh, wow, I'm totally addicted to all salty snacks. So that was my big thing. When I stopped eating chips every single day, uh, I noticed dramatic results. Now, do I never have chips? No, I, I have them once in a while, right? It is getting much easier for me to look at the bag and go, I don't need that, right? Because I believe that I can enjoy other things and I'm still going to feel 
satiated. I'm still going to feel full. And my life is going to move forward. I believe that when I make healthier choices, I am creating more longevity. I believe that I have a mission to try to help as many people as I can to drop on wanted weight and reach higher levels of wellness without doing anything radical or crazy that's going to hurt them physically. I believe that I have shit to do. So why would I want to shorten my life by gaining another 50 pounds back again? I wouldn't know. I don't want to do that. So, limiting beliefs, they can be, they come in all forms, shapes, and sizes. Like, all the women in our family have a giant, wide, fat ass. There's nothing you can do. It's genetic. We're all wide load people. Just deal with it. I, I have to call bullshit on that, too. Um... Look, I'm looking around in my own family and we do have people that were like, woo, rather large. And then we have people that are like super skinny. So it doesn't even make sense. Does it? Not really. The shape you are is based on what you are putting in your mouth and the amount of activity. Now, I realize that only 10% of the equation is activity. But the reason that people go on and on about exercise and movement in general is because of those good endorphins that you get when you just move your body. Your body wants to be in motion. Your body likes it. So, you know, going up and down the stairs, going for a little walk, doing a little bit of Tai Chi at the park. And the parks will open up again. We're all going to get back out there, right? In the meantime, you can do your Tai Chi in your living room or in your backyard. We just have to make do with what we have and be grateful that we're still able to move, right? Just use that momentum. Dance on the spot, march on the spot, walk on the spot. Do the Highland Fling, whatever it is that makes your heart sing, that is the exercise of choice for you, my darling. So when we look at our when we look at our beliefs, right? We know that our emotions create our beliefs. So when we are feeling happier, we are feeling more hopeful. And when we make these small lifestyle changes, we know that we are moving towards, right? Don't listen to the nonsense that other people tell you too. Oh, you have to do 10,000 steps and oh, you can never have another French fry. Never. You can never have another piece of cake. That's bullshit. Of course you can have a piece of cake. You just can't have the whole cake. Come on, right? Give someone else a piece. Greedy, just kidding. But not really, right? Don't eat the whole cake, right? Have a piece. You're allowed. 
right? It's one piece of cake, right? Beliefs that we can never have another treat again are only going to, it's going to impede our progress. And that's the most important thing. If you need to have a chocolate bar to feel like you're living, go flip and have one. It's fine. Sit down. Make yourself a nice cup of tea or a nice cup of coffee or get a glass of milk or whatever you need to feel like, oh, this is my big moment. I'm having my big treat. And have your treat and enjoy every mouthful and feel no guilt and no remorse. Because guilt and remorse are totally not worthwhile. Right? All we can do is be in this moment and move forward and... In this moment, I don't need to have a cookie, right? In five minutes, I might feel like I want one. And then I will make a decision. Did I already have a cookie? Have I had a cookie this week? I'll go through all those things with myself. And if I do have, I'm going to make a promise to myself to not feel guilty about it. Because it's totally reasonable to sit down and have a couple of ginger cookies with my coffee. Not every day. Maybe every few days. Maybe once a week. Maybe twice a week. If I keep all of my other thoughts and habits on the wellness side, then I don't have to feel bad about having one little cookie or two little cookies, right? So again, limiting beliefs. Oh, I have to work out for like 90 minutes a day in order to see a difference. And people always do this. They go and they join a gym and they get, they're all like hyper and they get a trainer and the guy's like, you know, 500 setups, you know, flip this tire. And people are like, yeah, I'm going to get so fit. No, you're going to get herniated is what you're going to get because you come from when you come from zero and you try to go to 112% in 90 minutes guess what's going to happen an injury and then what and then you're going to be like oh well this was stupid so point of me joining a gym I just hurt myself and then I, I can't work out anymore so I just paid a year to join whatever gym and I've been there three times, and now I'm in traction. So, go back to the, to the beginning belief, right? You cannot make up for five years of lack of movement in 97 minutes at the gym. It was a slow process for you and your body and your health to get to where they are now. So give yourself a good amount of time to get back to whatever result it is that feels good to you, right? And take a really close look at all of those beliefs. Where did they come from, right? Who is rooting for you? Who is rooting against you? Because we all have days where we're high flying and we bump into that one person, maybe it's a friend, maybe it's a family member, 
that says, oh my God, are you still trying to lose weight? Because Becky, you're fatter than ever. Now, that it can be devastating. Because I've, I've actually had someone say that to me. Except they used my name. Terry, you're fatter than ever. <laughs> and you're like, oh my God. I have been denying myself so many things. And I cannot believe that this person is, you know, the kind of genuine jackass that they are. To say something that mean-spirited to me. And what you have to remember is that there are going to be some people who know that they should get on the path to better health and weight loss, and they're not ready to. So they are not happy to see you leave the French fry road and move over to the salad road because they don't have what it takes right now to move over to the salad road. So they'd rather drag you along with them on their French fry road, right? You're going to have to be strong enough to stand up to these people. You don't have to be mean, right? But there is always going to be someone who raises themselves up by putting you down. Always. Oh, you're never going to do that. You can't lose any weight. You've been fat for like forever. Right? You just, there is no hope for you. You might as well just give up now. Now, it it's up to you if you want to keep people like that in your life or not. Um, I'm at the stage of my life where I... Uh, doesn't bother me to tell somebody where to go and to give them a route to the fastest way to get there. I could just, that comment now, would I could just look at it and go, really, did you say that out loud? You're such a jackass. And I could just move forward with that relationship and say, look, just because you want to show movies on your ass, right? That's your choice. And that's good. It's good for you. You're happy there, right? You stay there with your pies and your fries. I'm going over here with my salad and my happiness and my water, and my vegetable juice. And I'm just going to get up every day and feel energized and keep moving towards the future that I believe that I can have. I want to thank you for spending this time with me today. If you're feeling generous, then I would really appreciate it if you share this episode with your friends. Thank you so much. Go kick today's ass. Thank you for tuning in to the Weight Loss Woo podcast today. I would like to take this opportunity to personally invite you to the free brand new Facebook group, Weight Loss Woo, where we discuss transformational weight loss and wellness on the daily. 